1: Hey guys, this is Christina Yerling, bureau of Pop Culture Confidential, with a special episode I'm putting up on the feed for you today. I had the honor of being a guest on the Awards Watch podcast this week to do a pre-Telluride show. One of my big bucket list events in my film covering history is to get to go to the Telluride Film Festival, and this year, I'm going! I'm not only going to be covering this amazing festival, I'm also going to get to hang out with the Awards Watch crew Eric Anderson, Ryan McQuaid, Sophia Simonella, all of whom you regular listeners know have been guests on my show through the years and covered so many interesting topics. Here is the Awards Watch podcast, the pre Telluride show where we talk about what we're hoping to see, we talk about the fest, our expectations. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the Awards Watch podcast, as well as their newsletter. Awards Watch will not only be covering Telluride, but does amazing coverage on award season and interviews and everything else. Without further ado, here is the show.
0: Listeners and readers of AwardsWatch.com. This is the Awards Watch podcast, episode 198. I'm the executive editor, Ryan McQuay. Joining me today is Eric Anderson. Hello. Our editor in chief, I should say. Eric Anderson. Get your title mm-hmm. right. Sorry. Yes. I'm already fired. <laughs> Sophia Simonello.
2: Hi, everyone.
0: And we have a, a guest today. It's not anybody else from the crew, everybody else that got the week off. Uh she is a writer and podcaster and journalist. She is uh she's got this great show that you show all here because we've all been a guest on it. Pop culture confidential is Christina Uling Bureau is joining us today. Christina, how are you doing today?
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me, for having me come on. You guys have all been favorite guests and are on my show. So so happy to see you here.
0: I have been dying to have you on. We—it feels like we've been saying yes, we're going to get you on the show, get you on the show, get you on the show, and then we finally have you on the show because we're talking about. I've been
1: starting to wonder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I say blame Eric because okay. he finances you the show. Say that. Well, he finances <laughs> the show. It's technically the Awards Watch podcast. Uh, wow. It's on the website. Uh, you know, you can blame the boss a little bit. I think, but we're all here to talk about the Telluride film festival and give a preview to uh, a festival that we will be at in less than 10 days at the time of recording. It's going to be, it's always also the kickoff of the, at least North American film festivals. But as this year, it's the kickoff of the film festival week because Venice will be happening at literally the same time. So there's lots to discuss. But uh, Eric, you're a veteran of the Telluride Film Festival, right? It's 50 years, so you've been all 50.
3: Yes, I was there at the first one. I actually started the Telluride Film Festivals. So I knew it. A lot of people, a lot of people don't know that or or believe it, but you know, it is absolutely fact checkable. I I did start the Telluride Film Festival. Yeah,
0: he emerged Perfect. from a crevice in one of the mountains and <laughs> <laughs>
3: walked out and said, "Cinema."
0: And then it all just started (laughs) happening. And but no, this is your fourth, fourth time, fifth time.
3: I mean, technically fifth, but really fourth (laughs) since 2020 was canceled. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So Eric's a veteran. I went for my first time last year, truly wonderful experience, but Sophia and Christina, this is going to be your first times going to this festival. So I'm curious, Christina, for you. Uh, what you're looking forward to, maybe just outside of the festival, or maybe it's just the festival—that's what you're looking forward to the most. But uh, you know, once you get to right because you're going to get there ahead of all of us. Mm-hmm. So, what are you looking forward to the most? about going well
1: Ryan there's so many things I mean this is the festival I have wanted to go to for so many years and just in terms of money and planning and and everything to be able to get there has been a huge thing so this is a bucket list item for me actually in terms of my film history and so excited and also the fact that I'm getting to spend time with you guys who I've been talking to for years now and 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 saying that's the huge benefit for this um, the movies, the I'm anticipating what I've, what I have read through decades and what you guys have told me that this is a festival where you really talk movies, you meet aficionados. You're it's it's a you know, festival where you're out. In the streets, you're talking movies. In the screenings, you're talking movies. It's just a really great atmosphere. So I'm very much looking forward to that. I am having a fashion crisis because I have followed Eric through the years at festivals. And I know the custom-made suits that you'll be bringing to different Parties, and I do not have the budget for these things that I have seen you pictured wearing. So I'm having a bit of an existential crisis as, as to this. But I'm hoping that on this show, you will give me a few guidelines as to how to adapt.
3: The guideline guide I'll give you is glue gun and hope. <laughs> because my, my I am like like a walking holly hobby. And I am... I am held together by faith more faith than like a baptist minister oh my god (laughs) Let's well, this ho- Holly
1: hobby is a fashionista. <laughs> 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 um, I, so I, I think question. it might
3: be a little reserved this time. We'll see. We'll see.
1: Okay, we'll see. Ryan, I'm just really looking forward to everything. And, and what I'm, you know, is we don't know the schedule yet. Everything is exciting to see. But I'm, you know, as we're starting to understand who is coming and what movies are going to be there, I'm just even more excited. So that's.
0: I will I will say just a, a a trusty pair of jeans and just comfortable attire is always the best thing cuz that's the that's the thing I love about telluride so much and then I'll get to your answer here real quick Sophia is that while Venice is going on and that's always usually the red carpets and the glitz and the glamour. I mean you I think of uh, when I think of the Venice film festival I think of uh, the Dune premiere a couple of years ago where it's like you know, Zendaya and Chalamet and, you know, Oscar Isaac and Rebecca Ferguson and all these stars are on there. Well, with the strike this year, there's, there's not going to be that many stars or red carpet opportunities this year, but it's still a very prestigious and everyone's wearing suits to their premieres. Get away with a jean jacket and some jeans and some nice boots, you know, and, and what's so great is when you see stars that have been on the red carpet, like you think of like last year, I think of like Kate Blanchett. they were all in and, and Todd, field they were all they were all at, at venice and they're all wearing nice gowns and suits and then they're there and wearing leather jackets and and you know todd Field's got his hats and everybody's just kind of everybody it's more relaxed it feels like it feels even though it's very prestigious and it you know it's very you know exclusive because of you know how much it costs and getting there is is you know like an hour and a half from the little airport and everything It 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 does feel very it's once you're all there with everybody else, that's there as well. It feels it, it feels kind of normal, and it doesn't feel as heightened as other things. But then you're mm-hmm. seeing all these great films, Sophia. I know that you've you've been to a lot of film festivals, just like the rest of us. But this is going to be your first time, so w- expectations for yourself, like what are you looking forward to?
2: Yeah, so I've been to a number of film festivals, and what I love about them is that every single film festival has its own flavor, really, and. Christina, you said bucket list and Telluride has always been a bucket list film festival for me. Mm -hmm. It's because of its size, how everyone there, I think just feels, it's almost like kind of like the beginning of fall camp or something like that. Like everyone is together, like very closely. And I feel like what is really cool about it is that it's a filmmaker focused festival. That's something that's always been really exciting to me about it. And I think that, you know, Festivals like Cannes and Venice that are so glamorous. Part of the thing about those festivals is that they are, at the end of the day, competitions, right? Like you're competing for the Golden Lion. You're competing for the palm d'Or. And Telluride, I think, has just always felt to me like this small scale but very exciting celebration of every single film and person that's there. So that's something I think that I'm really looking forward to and i'm just excited to see telluride i think i've spent so much of my time in the u.s on the east coast and anytime i go out west it's usually to go to la and i've really i've never been to telluride so i'm just excited to see it to see the mountains and really to just talk about these movies and what feels like the official kickoff to the fall season
0: that's a good point i didn't think about it from the standpoint of like even toronto has the audience awards and and everyone, you know, this, this doesn't have any of that. It just, it just, you see the films, you see the lineup you're, you know, they have multiple opportunities like the, the opening uh, the opening kind of like brunch or it's not a brunch, but it's like an opening feed, the feed on um, Thursday night. And then they have the, the, the luncheon on Monday. So that's always great opportunities to get together and you never know. And that's always the great thing about a film festivals. You never know who you're going to sit next to. You never know who you're going to talk to. And I think last year I talked to some people that had been, that had come all the way from like the East Coast and they had no affiliation with, you know, film, you know, film coverage or, or in the industry, but they just heard so much about this festival. And like you both said, it was a bucket list item for them and, and that they, they did it. And they said, we're gonna be back next year. And then the next year after that. And then we watched Broker and they were like, that was so good. And it was so it's 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 also a great place, I I feel where people that appreciate cinema can come together. And you may not all agree on on the films and what was the best and whatnot, but you're 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 a part of this communal experience in these very quiet, beautiful location. And it's also this very small town environment too. So it feels you feel like you're you're outside of the world, even though you know you're not that far from a Wi-Fi password. But also, too, then you there's all the great food and the shops and everything's within walking distance. And you know, uh, and hopefully this year Eric remembers his pass before we leave the the apartment because he missed that like three times last year, and it was.
1: Well, he told oh. us before we started that he walks fast, so you'll just have to run back. And that's true. That he did have to run back <laughs> at one point.
0: He
3: did. I just <laughs> ran back for it. It was like nothing.
0: Yeah. Over under, oh. over under, two and a half times. This time, this year, you're going to do it.
3: Um, let's see. My memory is shot, so I assume I'll need to do it every day.
0: So the over, okay.
2: Well, that's, mm-hmm. that's <laughs> yeah. That's and I. I'm not a Holly hobby really when it comes to fashion. Like I don't do a lot of the sequins or anything, but I have to say I've been planning my Telluride outfits for a very long time going for like a Western seventies, like Faye Dunaway vibe. That's kind of where I'm leaning. So I'm very, very excited. Yeah. But I will wear comfortable shoes.
3: Yes, definitely. Definitely do comfortable shoes. I saw that, that, Farrah Fawcett tweet. Oh yeah, uh, Sophia and you. That should totally be your vibe.
2: I'm going to pack it. I have the flares, same wash, ready to go.
3: I just Perfect.
0: got a, <laughs> I just got a couple of nice shirts and some jeans and some comfortable shoes and a couple jackets and that's all I need. Because last year I, I packed way too much. So
2: i'm a notorious overpacker it's yeah funny. i know
0: i'm always paying that fee at the airport
3: for <laughs> yeah for the my, weight. my <laughs> Mine, yeah mine always pushes 50 pounds and most of that is shoes so i always have to be careful <laughs> <laughs>
0: well we might as well start breaking down the films that are potentially well we kind of know that we'll be at the festival because of the fact that you can read through the tea leaves. As to what will be at the at these premieres, because of designations that are given at Venice and uh, NYFF, well, Venice, and, and-
3: Venice is always world premiere. Cannes always world premiere. It's New yeah. York and Toronto that gives us the oh, no, no for sure the designations.
0: Yeah, and due to schedule with Venice, you can tell what might carry over yes. from Venice the next day or the day of, depending on time zones. To the Telluride Film Festival as well. So, um, Eric has done a, a lovely job at putting together a list that we are all going to look at here. And Eric, would you like to talk about uh, all the films that we're not going to be seeing there, and 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 make us all sad that these movies won't be gracing our? Yeah, eyeballs? I mean this
3: this is this is probably a good place to start. So you know, getting things out of the way that we know are not going to be there, uh, from you know, very high profile things to to maybe some uh, esoteric things that maybe we wanted to see. Um, And to your point about Venice, because Venice overlaps and goes beyond uh, Telluride and actually goes into TIFF. It's insane this year. Um, A few of the late breakers at Venice, like Maestro and the killer uh, are, make it impossible to uh, show up.
0: Yeah. Unless something crazy happens, which, but I, it's highly doubtful
3: that's no that is and we can get into the conversation about how all of the programmers of each of these major festivals manage uh and we probably should talk about that because it's a really interesting dynamic because
0: we can talk uh, about it right now julie
3: hunt julie hunsinger uh does tell you right she's the only woman in the game still uh and alberto barbera does venice jerry frimo does can and cameron bailey does does TIFF. And so they're all vying for these world premieres and for these these big titles. And because everything is so close, it's often a, a fight like right to the end. And I think we know rather famously two years ago, Belfast was announced by Toronto as a world premiere in this huge gala presentation. And then surprise, Julie scooped it up for Telly Wright as a world premiere and it was such a big baller shocking move because it's the kind of thing that these guys do with each other all the time it is such a such a dick waving contest and she came in with the biggest one and it was awesome I loved it it was great but it's it is definitely a uh, a fight between all of these festivals as to who is going to get what and, and how these these designations break down. yeah um, especially so... also
0: especially also too this year it's it's extremely a fight I think between what we'll see here at Telluride and Venice because usually there's carryover from Venice to Telluride, but because Venice is literally happening at the exact same time there's usually Venice is a, usually about a week before or at least five days before. Telluride, you know, it's it's, 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 always, it's always it's always it's really close a day or two
3: it's it always is that's mm-hmm. that isn't that isn't different but it's um it's the extra day at telluride is what's kind of yeah giving us fewer venice titles which means we're just going to have more can titles there mm-hmm. are probably going to be like 15 can titles yeah here, as long as they aren't you know jumping over to do like new york or tiff and there there are definitely a handful that are mm-hmm. that are doing uh, uh like like you know have a, a new york announcement and that's the north american premiere or the telluride or the toronto is the north american premiere which you know that's the thing that tells us it won't be a telluride yeah and, and the uh,
1: strikes I, must have really affected this whole scheduling
3: Did i think thing? i think it, it if i think it affected toronto more than yeah. any other festival because you can, when you look you at when it. you look at venice and when you look at what telluride is going to get and what new york has already landed they have major major titles big titles star heavy titles which won't have the stars but they are pretty big and tiff is a little bit light on that it's still a very huge international uh, lineup but i i don't think it's quite as as star heavy glitzy as as the others
0: for award season purposes too a lot of the players that we talked about last week uh, when we were talking about oscar predictions or films that we were seeing in the race or potential films that could be in the race venice telluride new york have a lot of those titles like you're mentioning eric and so in a lot of the like Telluride being a very director-focused festival. When you look at TIFF's lineup, they have a couple of big titles from directors, but Venice has blown them out of the water. New York's presentations already are being announced, and they look like they have a lot of carryover from Venice um, and, and even some world premieres that would normally feel like Toronto would possibly get some of those. But it also does ebb and flow between these three huge late august early september festivals between you know some years venice isn't as strong as as a telluride or a toronto is stronger like last year toronto had a very big year and a very big presence they had world premieres of like the Fablemans and and glass onion and the woman king and they so they they had a lot of big presentations but you're i think you're right um either the strike or just the something caused them beyond what we know currently right now for them not to have as strong of uh, a presence this season, though they'll probably have some great titles and we'll be talking and seeing those. Uh, you and I, Eric and a bunch of team members will be there at Toronto to talk about those. But, um, mm-hmm. but let's well, talk let's about, look the,
3: at, let's look at let's some look at the, more of the things that aren't going to be there.
0: Yeah. Uh, movies
3: that speaking of which, uh, which aren't like going to be until tell your ride. Yeah. Uh, Priscilla, Sophia's couple Priscilla is not going to be there. Uh, next goal wins. Uh, Monster, shame.
0: shame May, May, course.
3: December. Um, Ferrari, Ferrari. Of, yeah. of like, of like the major titles. Ma- and Maestro,
0: then, the killer. You know, yeah, yeah. I already Maestro. mentioned
3: the Maestro and the killer. But um, uh, like, foe, the Saoirse Ronan, Paul Um, uh, But we will have a Paul Mescal movie here. So, bless. <laughs> um, <laughs> he
2: is he our worked, little New York fine. darling lately. He,
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. The Boy and the Heron is is obviously that the Miyazaki film. That is the the marquee film at Toronto and also is designated for a North American premiere at NYFF. You then look at... um,
3: La Chimera uh, is a bit of a surprise because that's going to do Can Tiff and Niff and mm. Skip Telluride. That was a little bit of a surprise. It seemed like that was one of the few movies that was going to hit everything. And as far as I can tell that's, there isn't anything that's really going everywhere.
0: Yeah. I mean, even something like evil does not exist, which is the yeah. Hamaguchi follow-up to drive my car. Yes. That's playing Venice, uh, Tiff and Niff, and it will not be at yeah. tell you right as well. And then again, those probably those two, are, um, or at least that film specifically, that's a scheduling conflict. I'm probably debuting later in the festival. Uh, so, you know, at, at Venice. So therefore, takes it out of competition uh for the lineup at at Telluride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean and then we we heard about, you know, Hitman, which is the new Richard Linklater film and that is having a Venice and TIFF designation. Uh you mentioned Foe. Yeah, that was just announced this week. Um but yeah, the, you know, the new boy which with Cape Lanchette, that was a canned title. Uh that will be at 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 Tiff, Pain Hustlers. Um couple, you know, uh, dumb yeah. money, dumb money. Those are, those are TIFF destination films as well too. So.
3: Yeah. And I'm thinking of, of Lee, uh, the Ellen Curis film mm-hmm. with Kate Winslet, uh, which does not have a distributor. So it mm-hmm. is using TIFF as its sales launch pad, which has been very, very successful in the past. I mm-hmm. Tanya was bought there still mm-hmm. Alice, the wife, uh, several, uh, actors contenders have have kicked off uh, at tiff uh being bought there so yeah it makes sense that that's the only place that it's going to be but
0: i am also i'm curious and um christine uh christina and sophia you can talk about this but we also have a ton of titles that don't have any presence that what we were looking at already and is there a title that kind of sticks out to you as you know I'm that you're surprised that hasn't been announced at any of these festivals and probably also at this point some of these titles might not even make it to Telluride. it feels like do you guys have one yeah
2: yeah I mean I will start with the iron claw yeah. Sean Durkin's follow-up to the nest I mean he both of his so his first two films his only two features both had Sundance premieres so I think it would have made sense for that film to go to Sundance but then you know once we learned a little bit more about it and what it was happening with scheduling and things like that i assumed like it has to have a premiere somewhere it's been slated for a december release i believe mm-hmm. um, by a24 right now and i feel like i don't know this one could be sneaky i kind of thought you know maybe new york would get it for a world premiere but if it's not anywhere yet that tells me maybe maybe tell your ride or it just it could go straight there but it would seem unlikely with what a24 is doing right now with festivals for it to just not have anything
0: yeah they were all over the festival scene last year debuting pretty much every film in their slate at festival runs i I don't know of many films that didn't um in one way or another even like marcel after sun the whale obviously everything every wall at once you know early in the season but at least had a presence throughout i mean they they were
3: pretty dominant well, marcel marcel was at telluride a full year before
0: yeah and then it was and then, wild and then it <laughs> re-premiered technically at or, or re-screened again at south by the same time as everything everywhere all at once so they were mm-hmm. uh, and then of course there's like close and a ton of other titles that they had as well um christina did you see a title there that you're kind of surprised
1: Well, I'm curious to know from you guys why Love Lies Bleeding um, is still there. I mean, that's one of the movies. I mean, Rose Glass for me, uh, St. Maude. I'm so waiting to see in her new movie with Kristen Stewart um, and Dave Franco, Jenna Malone. Why is this not anywhere?
3: Eric, that movie feels like a Berlin premiere to me. Roseglass and Stewart at Berlin makes a lot of sense to me. Um, But also too, it's another A24 film. Mm -hmm. And they also have Civil War. And what the hell is going on with that movie? Where is it? Uh, So they have have more on their plate than I think they can kind of deal with. And last year with The Whale and Everything Everywhere and Aftersun... They did an amazing job with them, but they also kind of had lives of their own, mm-hmm. and 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 really kind of carried themselves through the through the season in a major way. And I think some of these titles are going to need a little more guidance and assistance. Um, so I, my thought is that it will be at Berlin, maybe Sundance, mm-hmm. but it, it feels like Berlin. Yeah. 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 And
1: I was always wondering about the Freud's last session, um, Anthony Hopkins and Matthew Good, with the meeting between C.S. Lewis and Sigmund Freud. I was expecting that to, you know, to, to see that somewhere.
2: Mm,
1: that's Sony, I'm, right?
3: I'm, I'm. you think pre- it could be? Yay. I'm I'm thinking it might be here. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. you, you can see I've got little asterisks on those mm-hmm. ones and, and those where I'm like, Either Maybe. I think, either I think something is, or I know something is. So. Look at it. Look at you. Look at you hedging ah. your bets
0: there. But no, <laughs> that- I, I, I think one movie for me that I saw on this list, and I was like, I, one, I forgot the movie existed for half a second, but then, but it's then I saw, I was like, which is always a good sign, right? But then, <laughs> but then I was thinking about it. I'm like, wait a minute, I know who's directing that. That's a big star, it was Night Bitch, and I thought about Mario Heller, and I thought about how. Her films have premiered at festivals. Uh, you know, can you ever, uh, can you ever forgive me? And and um, beautiful day in the neighborhood, and how those had TIFF runs, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but also a director that feels perfect to celebrate as a tribute at Telluride, um, and someone that has a has done a really great job at at making a name for herself, and and works with very talented actors and in it in searchlight having that film obviously i think it's like a searchlight it's going to go to hulu if i'm not mistaken Mm -hmm. but so that may be why it's not here but anywhere at all like not being at at even toronto was kind of interesting so i i was looking out for that one and then you know this this whole internet thing where people that follow the oscars they're obsessed with um jessica lang getting mm-hmm. back into the conversation <laughs>
2: yep. right
0: eric you know what i'm talking about right <laughs> see sometimes i bring up internet things and eric's like you don't know what you're talking about and then i'm bringing up this one and he, you, you don't even, even have
2: to, to finish that one too this is really... oh yeah
3: you didn't even have yeah. to finish that sentence because i knew exactly what you were talking about
0: yeah so long day's journey into night which has had like a photo out for like the last year and a half it felt like with like ed harris holding her hand where's that movie where's... does it exist mgm and that's, also, that's an MGM problem too. I was just, yeah, you know, what I was yeah, about to say.
2: like the whole MGM Orion United artists under thing, Amazon. I don't, yeah. I don't know if I will ever solve this or if anyone has the answers to what's going on there. Sophie. it's our and second greatest mystery of
0: life. You know? Oh yeah. yeah.
2: Just the second greatest though. Yeah. Not the first,
0: not the first, never the first, but no, I think that, I mean, Eric, the nickel boys is, is also an MGM film that, you, I didn't. You, I don't know if you said this in a piece or something, but that seems to be like it's moved to a twenty twenty four title placement, right?
3: I'm, I'm kind of assuming. So yeah, and I had it, you know, in some low level predictions, but you, you get to a point in the season where you're, you're not hearing anything, and sure, you know, there could be a surprise announcement in October, and here, here we go. But yeah, to the MGM thing, they are still in their extreme growing pains of what is Amazon, what's MGM, because they do have specific separations. And then other times they are together, uh, like Saltburn um, is Amazon Studios. Uh, and then, yes, the UAR and Orion also are bundled into that but they're not always all together so there's there's no rhyme or reason to it from the even from our visibility like real perspective uh so i think they i think it's going to be another year or so before we really fully understand what is under what banner and why but yes this movie, Long Day's Journey and Tonight. I swear to God, every single time I put out a prediction piece, people get on. Where my is it, ass. Eric? Do you not know I'm about like, Jessica
0: Lang? She's royalty.
3: Why, why, why is Jessica Lang not in your top five? That's this is absolutely crazy. She's going to win her 14th Oscar. And I'm like, that's cool. Maybe if something was actually happening with it, I, I would. It's got a picture and it has a studio, but it has nothing else. There are there are other movies that have less than that, that are in better shape.
0: Yeah, but and that we makes just, We
3: just don't know.
0: But Eric, that makes sense. And you <sighs> know the internet doesn't make sense.
3: Those I people know. have no, you know better listen, than that. Listen, I, I am completely on the side of obsessing over actresses and being very concerned about their futures, like most of the people are for Jessica Lange and this movie.
1: Ryan, I'm there. Cares?
3: I I care. Yes, I'm there with care. them completely. But well, I don't I know him? anything more, so I don't have anything to offer. So, yes, Christina.
1: Have any of you seen anything from um, Yuan Renk's Spaceman with Adam Sandler? A single picture? Anything? Because I remember talking to him about it, like around Chernobyl. I just don't know what is that for real
3: <laughs> is that movie it except- is, it is it? it is i did have a conversation about that movie about a week ago and like with a few things it's just sort of up in the air and they don't Flo- know what to do with it yet but it's floating I, in I, space i wouldn't expect it to be a part of festival or awards conversation.
0: Well, and then also, too, I think about Neon. They have uh, Mother's Instinct. We saw a trailer for that. um,
3: Yes, which got taken from the internet because it was put up illegally.
0: Mm -hmm. And so we all saw that. It was
3: was was fun. It was was, was a good good trailer. Anne
0: Hathaway. Speaking of actresses, Anne Hathaway and Jessica Chastain.
3: I'm sorry. Throwing children off balconies? That is my bread and butter.
0: (laughs) Eric was like the feel-good movie of the year thank you Um, (laughs) but then uh then they also have uh the actor too and so um not also a movie that
3: might exist but where
0: where and looking at the titles neon usually has a film or so here at the festival and and
3: that's all we know what that's gonna be
0: yeah and so usually and usually studios like they usually like carry maybe one or two more but but uh but yeah those are the films that were most likely not going to see or don't have any presence, but we do kind of know what are going to be the films that are going to be at this festival. So we can start talking about those. Eric, you put this list together, this lovely list of films. Um, so go on, on ahead and spoil it for everybody. What do you think based off all the tea leaves talking about like how you're moving mountains just to like it's it feels like Minority Report, you know, where you got like the, the screens and you're moving everything's with your hands. This is going to be here. So.
3: That's that exactly screen, what it is.
0: Move that screen forward and tell us uh, about these world premieres.
3: So, well, before we get to world premieres, I want to talk about the things that are, that will be coming from other festivals because yes. we just talked about the ones that won't be and are hitting, are hitting. You well, know, this is, this is going to be, tip. the
0: yeah, this will be the point of a big conversation.
3: So this is largely the, the, the canned films and the, you know, the things we're talking about are, are a small portion there. There will be, you know, 50 some odd films here. Um, So we're going to see a handful of things from Cannes, uh, like uh, the Zone of Interest, which won the Grand Prix, uh, Anatomy of a Fall, which won the Palm. Uh, Those are absolutely playing everywhere. They're just killing it. Um, I think we will also see Fair Play from Netflix, which debuted at Sundance, and it will be at TIFF. I think we're going to see it here as well. Um, also from Netflix, uh, the new Pablo Lorraine El Conde, which is a a vampire comedy and looks absolutely amazing. It will be at Venice, but it is playing, I think, like the first.
0: It's like the first day, yeah. It's like, uh,
3: so it's one of those that should be able to come over. Um, uh not just any of,
1: vampire pinochet is a vampire
3: pinochet as a 250 <laughs> year old vampire i'm it's really been like the year of vampires and i, I really need one to like land and be good yeah. so I'm, I'm i'm excited for this and doing this before his like you know maria callas with angelina jolie like wild oh
2: my god yeah
3: crazy crazy um also coming from Can, uh, I think we'll see Fallen Leaves and Perfect Days. Um, and the Potafoe, which is now called The Taste of Things. What a terrible
0: title. It's a Americans are
3: so boring.
0: God damn, it's um, stupid.
3: And uh the the settlers, I think we'll see from from Can. And again, ba- these are based on how the designations are being listed at Toronto and New York, whether it's uh, a Canadian premiere or an international premiere or North American premiere. If it says North American premiere at you know TIFF and NIF. It's it's not going to be at Telluride right, unless there is some very sneaky math going on, and and there has been because I think there are a couple of things here that could bypass that. Um, but what else do we have
0: well i i was oh poor things poor well, things. i was gonna say i was gonna ask um sophia and christina too if if off that other festivals list is there's a title that you're looking at specifically and and seeing it hoping that it carries over from another festival like a poor things i guess
1: poor things yeah. absolutely <laughs> yeah lanthimos I cannot wait for that one. I mean, that's my big, big thing at the festival. Also, the um, oh, both Heller films, um, which I'm very much looking forward to. Um, I can't wait to see those. And uh, Justin Triet, who had made such an incredible speech when she won, that um, an uproar in the entire French establishment. Um, so um, um, you have a little feeling, Eric, that she may get a tribute and that would be amazing Justin to if that would be um if that would be the case uh sophia yeah.
2: yeah so the zone of interest is my most anticipated film basically coming out for the rest of the year What i haven't seen yet there are a couple well i'm gonna i'm saving one yeah that yeah we'll, we'll talk we'll about, talk about it we'll talk about it i just didn't want to minute. tease yeah, it too much I, but I um take that take that title out Yes, we're eliminating that one. But um, looking at this list, I am also going to New York Film Festival this year. So there are some titles where I see them and I see that they're going to New York and I think, okay, maybe I'll save that for for then. Maybe I'll free up my schedule for some things that I can only see at Telluride. Well, the zone of interest is going to New York Film Festival, but I have to see it at Telluride, like the Glazer Film just the, yeah. the things that I've heard about this and I've been, I haven't read reviews because I really don't want to know anything going into it at all, but just the, the little bits and pieces that I've heard from people who have been to Cannes who have said to me specifically, like, this is a movie that you specifically will love. Like, it is just very much up your alley. Um, I, yeah, I, I can't wait to see it. And Christina, I agree, agree with you, like Sandra Huller, um, Anatomy yeah. of a Fall, right? Also just... I think a lot of people expected the zone of interest to win the Palm and the fact that it didn't, that it went to anatomy of a fall. I'm really curious to see that one. I also love a good courtroom mm-hmm. film and mm-hmm. I know that some of this takes place in a courtroom too. So yeah, very excited for that. But I would say those two right now, even though they're both going to NIF as well, are the ones that stick out to me.
0: Um, we did have a trailer for anatomy of a fall drop this week that does a feature a uh, quote from our awards watch review out of can we mm-hmm. can kind of pat ourselves on the back a little bit about that but uh <laughs> but yes the that those seem to be the films that are uh, anatomy of a fall and the zone of interest that are going to be playing everywhere uh making the rounds obviously those are can be a24 and neon's big international pushes as well as oscar pushes as well um uh, yeah i've i bought stock a long time ago on jonathan glazer and i uh, absolutely love his, uh, his films. And it's been a long time since under the skin and to see that it hit this movie is, you know, being held as, as his definitive masterpiece by so many people. Uh, I cannot wait to see that. There's a title that premiered over at Sundance. I wrote the review for it on awardswatch.com. We had a trailer for that come up this week and that was all dirt roads, taste of salt, which is a potential film that could Fantastic. come out Raven Jackson's film. And that film also, um, is from uh, the pr- producing company again eric is is, is pa- pastel. pastel which is uh adela Romansky and barry jenkins very much similar to what they did last year with after sun they will be uh carrying that film throughout the season that also is going to be at NIF, but uh you know barry jenkins uh, connection to the telluride film festival does yeah. not guarantee that it will not be um screening here um fair play was was at sundance i, I very much like that um flora and sun which was a big film at sundance um and we do know we'll be playing at tiff uh, we we think that it yeah. will also be playing here as well um you know and um that'll that'll be good counter programming to something like the zone of interest i believe <laughs> and <laughs> um and um promised land which is which is i always yeah. love to see a new mads Mickelson. Uh, performance uh, in my Dan life.
1: Dan Romer's music.
0: Yes. I, I, mm. I'm i so ready for that. But I think I think it's best to, to talk about the, the big elephant in the room. Um, and it's the film that Sophia was just a, trying to yes. refer to. And I think it's uh-huh. okay to talk about it. <laughs> we had to talk about it on a podcast because we've been talking about it on the phone the last oh week. And we'd all been going back and forth on it because this past <laughs> week, uh, the spotlight awards were or, or the spotlight announcements, I guess, or the lineup for for New York was announced and it was missing uh, one giant filmmaker that is uh, known for the New York region. His name is Martin Scorsese and Ooh. his movie Killers <laughs> of the Flower Moon. And so that would mean <sighs> that there's no New York premiere as of now. There's nothing at TIFF and nothing at Venice. The movie premiered at Cannes. So all indications would mean. That is a Telluride or bust situation before October 20th. And we have heard way too much back and forth between what we think might happen, what won't. Uh, I'm going to ask everyone, percentage-wise, what do they think is going to happen with Killers of the Flower Moon at Telluride? Percent chance. I'm going to start with Sophia. Percent chance that (laughs) Killers of the Flower Moon is going to land at the Telluride Film Festival.
2: So I have to say first, like I I feel crazy like talking about this movie in Telluride <laughs> because I am such an impatient individual. Like I I love the surprise of the schedule, but I also just want to know specifically if this movie is going to be here and I've been theorizing and everything. It's been a nightmare. Um where I am right now on it. So about a year ago, a little less than a year ago, when I decided I was going to come to Telluride this year, I thought to myself, could Killers of the Flower Moon go to Tell Telluride? Like, does that make sense? And I remember going to the Wikipedia page of Silver Medallion winners and not seeing Martin Scorsese's name there. And just thinking in the back of my head, this could happen for the 50th. Like that just feels, he feels important. He feels like the right filmmaker to give a tribute to. And I just, I, I can't, and Ryan and I have been talking about this. <laughs> I can't imagine this movie not having a north american premiere. Like this is his western. Like it's it's about a region of the country near Colorado. And there's so much that goes into it, but percentage-wise just to get down to the point, right now I'm thinking positively, I'm going to say 80%. I'm going to go on the higher end and say 80% this is happening manifestation power of positive thinking christina i after
1: well first was eric who who told me that he'd never been feted um at telluride before so that feels just like at the 50th um festival feels like it's sure thing and after hearing sophia now i'm absolutely um 80% 80% as well, and 100% that we'll all die when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going
2: to start sobbing in the yes. airport when I get the Yeah, we're going to be like right next to, to each other.
0: <laughs> Eric, where are you at? Oh, no. Mm. Here comes Debbie Downer. Uh, brum, well, brum, brum. No,
2: Holly Hobby, <laughs> not Debbie Downer. it's fine to be realistic and bring us down to earth yeah well so so
3: here's the thing because i've been working on this as a theory for quite a few weeks because it just was everything was clicking and it was making sense and it it definitely started with the uh 50 years of the silver medallion and him not being a recipient and he is a friend of the festival big Uh, friend he was he was just there a few years ago we are going to have tributes that are not actor tributes. It's so that it will be directors and documentarians and, you know, cinematographers. And that's, that's who will make up the, the tributes this year. But even without that, um, I I can't think of anyone else that would make more sense than Scorsese as, as a tribute. Um, it doesn't mean the film has to screen but oh, that would hurt that, but no <laughs> but it that would hurt but it would be more likely and so that's kind of where I'm I'm at I'm like is if he's there as a tribute will they really not screen it, it seems kind of kind of crazy the things that I'm hearing are a little back and forth so I'm probably at a straight 50 percent. Wow, of happening or not happening?
0: Way to hedge your bet.
3: Because I'm the conversations that I'm I'm having are have leaned me away a little bit uh, from it being there. Obviously, I want it to be there, but, but why I do you doubts. think it's not at NIF? That's a, that's completely confusing to me, and yeah. it's 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 really strange. <gasps> uh for some of these films that are going to have like single festival runs uh like why is the killer only going to be at venice and nowhere else that doesn't make any sense well um
0: well i've been floating so I, around the idea of, of afi but you
2: know there's another option right but yeah this that's one another, option. another option
0: yeah because that's yeah,
3: premiering in late november yeah. yeah this there won't be there won't be another major festival option for for killers so it does make sense to have him there it's an extremely robust lineup that we're going to have um but this will be the crown jewel if it yeah. does um it it all depends on on apple on 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 what they how they not how they value killers but how they understand the festival market which hasn't been great they got they got the lucky with with coda which was totally not their doing at all it was just groundswell and grassroots um but since then they're like flailing. they have no idea what to do with anything that they have and how to release it or anything at all
0: well none of what they've had really is to the level even of this they I yeah. don't think they've they've ever had a title like this i mean
3: no and they have this in napoleon in the same year napoleon is clearly not going to any festivals so well, they also why have would, why would you hold back killers as well
0: well they also have to hold themselves up to these um they have to hold themselves up to these um the 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 partners that they have in distributing these films too as opposed mm-hmm. to when they had with killer or with uh with coda so i it's paramount if I'm not yeah. mistaken with, with killers of the flower moon, they have been premiering that trailer in front of Oppenheimer, um, especially at the IMAX screenings here for the entire run that the Oppenheimer has. So they are anticipating a big release, but yeah. I still think carrying it from can all the way over here, there has been titles in between. And then you look at Venice, regardless of how the quality of these films will be on paper, Venice landed so many of the big important directors Mm -hmm. of the season, they landed Coppola, they landed man, they landed Lanthimos, they landed David Fincher, you know, they landed a lot. And so Mm -hmm. looking at that, and then you look at the films that we'll talk about here real quick about the, the sort of level of director and being like that, what we've all talked about, that this is the director's festival to not have A prestige director right of his level and to never have awarded him this at all he's handed a medallion to adam driver but not gotten one himself (laughs) that is baffling a baffling
2: photos though with the height difference yeah he's like this
0: tall giant (laughs) tree next you know hilarious and so i i just but then i i agree with you eric there's the whole the apple of it all understanding also i think that you could have a real significant moment premiering it there um i know sophia was doing some historical research about the area it's so weird it's It's it's, no it's 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 fair to look at it because (laughs) i still think of the reason why it's not at new york and why i could play a telluride rather than New new york is new york is still considered east coast very you know while it's his home turf for sure for the type of film and the subject matter it makes sense for Telluride, mm-hmm. so but then again i'm also like i say this all as as like i can't ever have nice things all the all the all those films i mentioned in venice i i, I can't wait to see them but i'm not going to see them so and and it would just be the like the most deflating thing not to have the martin scorsese's latest film go at a at a festival and especially this one and so i'm gonna go 65 percent as much as I'm, I'm. It's a, it's a strong sixty-five percent. But thirty-five percent of me is just like, come on, Ryan. You, you know better than that. This lineup is, there's Even with an extra day, it is hard to schedule a three and a half hour film. It's very hard to do so. Bardo got away plus a, with
3: plus a tribute.
0: Plus a tribute. Bardo got away with it because it premiered opening night, and it had, uh, and it didn't have a tribute. Yeah. it didn't have a tribute, and it was Netflix's big push and netflix has something else two other films here and so it's different and apple if they have flora and son and in, in a film that we'll talk about here in a second that's two films already this would make it for a third that's yeah. that seems like a lot yeah um for even them to handle so but if it's an opening night tribute and then the first thing in the morning tribute up on the mountain at the resort and that's it that would make sense but it would be the only thing you're seeing opening night and yeah. that's the only way i think it works so that's why i'm 35% against it
2: no you're right i need to be <laughs> m- more realistic i'm just like riding high on the possibility really
0: oh i mean if it happens eric's right this is if this happens this festival would trump any festival lineup that we had so far because you have all these world premieres which is more world premieres than they had even last year and then yeah. you were you were able to pull martin Scorsese's film from everybody else in the fall that's pretty big it's not like you know it's not like may december and may december is another one where may december it just went to Cannes, and now it's only going to new york mm-hmm. so it's skipping mm-hmm. venice in and telluride in, in toronto so a one festival throughout the season for a movie is not out of the question so yeah but it also At-
1: feels like such a 50th birthday thing i mean 50th yeah the festival it has to start with a bang it just feels like the obvious thing okay I mean, all such right a friend of the festival <laughs> you know it. it just it's the obvious thing to do
0: <laughs> Screw it 70 percent. god damn it yeah.
1: I, I i mean the 50th of... thing is huge yeah that's yeah. that's the
0: thing that keeps pulling is just is let's get into the world premieres because we're, we're running long but but also i want to talk about these world premieres to counterbalance the fact that if you're going to include a movie like yours the Flower moon, you also have all these world premieres from all these other directors here that have to have their place in all this as well too. And their times to shine. And with all these world premieres that we have currently through all of Eric's wonderful uh, work, I mean, big films like the holdovers from Alexander Payne and *Saltburn* from emerald Fennell, her follow-up to promising young woman potentially rumors are that we would get the bike riders from jeff nichols his long-awaited follow-up to uh, loving and there's a couple other and then of course there's the netflix titles of of rustin and nyad there's a, there's a lot, of and I, I didn't even scratch the script. First. Eric, you want to mention a couple of these other ones as well, too? I mean,
3: well, I mean, those are the big ones. Those, <laughs> those are the big ones. <laughs> those, are, those are the the ones. All major, the strangers. The, 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 I'll not talk about that in a minute. Uh, <laughs> I heard that. Those...
0: Uh, did you hear how giddy he got for a second there? He's like, <laughs> wait, wait, Eric, why why did you get giddy for all of us strangers? I don't for, know why he's not
3: going to be there. So I know, but. I don't know what I'm getting Just the thought for. of
0: seeing him on the screen again. It's like a reunion. And then uh, you chased yeah. him
3: around last year, you know? uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, Russ, uh, which was, you know, maybe rumored to come out last year, took a little bit of time and now it's going to be here, uh, Nyad as well. And I mean, the open secret rumor is also that Annette Benning was, uh, one of the actor tributes for Telluride this year. Yeah is why the film was there so she won't be able to receive that or be there to receive it anyway
0: rumor has it the reason why she's not doing it this year is actually not the strike but hillary swank so,
3: <laughs> so. oh dare you <laughs> too soon
0: okay it's natalie Portman. i'm sorry
3: uh, <laughs> uh so there so there's that Um, and you know, that, that's why we're kind of, you know, when we're talking about tributes, we're really primarily looking at directors of like, who could possibly be the, the director lineup and Alexander Payne talk about a friend of the festival clearly feels like a tribute. Um, you mentioned Saltburn from Amazon studios, not MGM.
0: Yeah. They've got their shit together, (laughs) I guess.
3: Um, the bike riders thing is a funny thing because it's one of those that started as a rumor and it's sort of just it's taken off and there's no real like source foundation for it it just starts to happen it it's i mean i think yes that it will be there but it also things start to take a life of their own rumors just they get to the next person next person and then it becomes absolute fact by the time it's told two times uh because nobody cares to do any proper follow-up they just will say things uh and then all of a sudden there it is um but the kitty green's follow-up to the assistant the royal hotel with julia Mm -hmm. garner and jessica henwick which sounds absolutely fascinating uh should be here as a a world premiere um I know there's a handful of documentaries uh like the Pigeon Tunnel Mm -hmm. Aaron Morris also somebody who would be a total tribute winner uh as a documentarian um one thing tip is really doing in a big way are actor director films yeah lots of actor director films which which allows them to be there for it as wink, wink. the director.
0: Nudge, nudge.
3: Um, like Chris Pine and uh Anna Kendrick and Michael, Michael keaton. keaton Um and your Red should have Wildcat from Ethan Hawk, which also stars Maya Hawk. Uh, so that should be here. When I first saw
1: um, it, that wildcat. I think, oh, Eric and I will cry together. I think of that,
3: that. I know. <laughs> like,
1: we'll cry I, again. <laughs> I thought. I thought
3: at first that it was like, like a, like a feature version of it yes, already. It, and I was like, oh my god. I'm like, ooh, good casting though, because yeah, Maya Hawke would actually be really good. Is her? Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. Anyway. What else do we have?
0: Well, there's fingernails, which is yes. which is the Jesse Buckley. Riz Ahmed, Jeremy Allen White, contender for Hot Cast of the Year award
3: mm-hmm. um, from Apple.
0: From Apple, that's their that's their premiere there.
3: Um,
2: and Janet Planet,
3: and Janet
0: Planet. Yeah, yeah. People are
3: very excited about Janet Planet. About yeah.
2: yeah, I am. I love I Annie Baker.
3: Yeah, and that is a that's one of the films that does not have a distribution. Wildcat does not either. Um, you put Food Ink too. Yeah. 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 It's it's yeah. It's there. It's it's there. It's it's there. Okay. That's all I'll say on that. It's
0: there. Uh there's uh you uh Daddy O as well, the um Dakota Johnson. Dakota Johnson Johnson and Sean. Sean Yikes. Sophia's number one anticipated, we're actually joking about zone of interest in killers it's actually daddio
2: it's actually uh, daddio yeah, the title I mean, alone and you have to have a, a sean penn feature at one of these festivals every year
3: yeah it's yeah you gotta have a disaster and it's usually it's usually <laughs> can that goes ahead and takes I was his total dumper you don't I w-
1: really have to but okay no.
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: they, they love taking his shit films
0: talk about a tribute <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. No. Okay. Oh no. Oh no, no. No. Never mind.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: no. No. But I'm Could not you familiar
1: imagine? with Christy Hall. Is have you guys seen the director? I think this is her
0: directorial
2: oh, debut. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I think so. I was having...
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's also She's Dakota in... Johnson's the producer on the project with her. Producer yeah. This.
3: This people. is this is one of her films. Yeah,
0: it's an interesting premise, but it's also like a Sean Pen. So.
3: Yes, uh, yeah <laughs> she's really she's really fun at Right, so it's really too bad that she won't be there
0: oh you're just gonna just brag about the time that you dance with the um, what was it the lost daughter cast all night long
3: yeah and, oh. and simon rex tried to uh hook up with dakota johnson and she said absolutely the fuck not it chris was martin, hilarious.
0: chris martin said fuck off
3: he tried <laughs> so so hard it was so funny
2: oh my
0: god um but in terms of tributes, I mean, you mentioned Ethan Hawke. We have talked about Alexander Payne, a movie that uh, or a short that could carry over from Venice's yeah. is, is Henry Sugar, which would mean Wes Anderson tribute.
3: And it should that that should be here.
0: That should be here. Yeah. Um, you've got a name on this list, though, Eric. I'm curious about my boy our boy
3: Denny Denny V Denny V, <laughs>
0: Denny v? why is Denny Villeneuve on this list Eric what you got to explain that for us we were on the zoom before you got here wondering what kind of madman excuse do you have for Denny V being on the sheet
3: I don't I just thought that 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 it might be because you know Dune is coming and nobody can do any proper advertising for it uh that that he might be um, his films have been here before prisoners, which we just arrival. talked about the other day arrival. Uh, he is also a friend of the festival. So him being here makes sense. It doesn't have to be a surprise screening of Dune too. So don't even, don't even start. So Eric, that. Does
0: that mean that there will be a surprise screening of Dune too? You heard it here first.
3: As can I'll say, there is a 2% chance of that.
0: Take it. World I'm at real... zero for that. Yeah. <laughs> This is the real scoop, not yeah. other places. Yeah. Honestly, I that was would... this,
3: this is this is the funny thing because yes, I think Tell your Ride mm-hmm. is thought of and recognized as very auteur based, uh lots of can titles, non-English language films, documentaries, and that is kind of what it's really about. There are no red carpets, nothing's fancy. So it feels a lot of the time very less star driven but it's really not. There are huge films that are here. Gravity was here. Um, King Richard world premiered here. Belfast world premiered here. Big movies come here all yeah. the time and their stars with it. Uh, so it's, it's not, it's not always just this uh, quiet, little unassuming all mountain the town festival. It's yeah. not all Indies. There is, a pretty healthy balance, which yeah, again, I think is of, another great reason to have uh, Killers of the Flower Moon here.
0: Well, the Killers of the Flower Moon, I mean, Arrival comes to mind. There's a movie, the creator yeah. from uh, Gareth, uh, you
3: know, down, yes, yeah, it, it could yeah, happen. As I, well. I forgot that's in it's in one of our other sections, yeah, that because to talk about
0: um, Fantastic Fest, um, here in Austin, uh, here in Austin. It has it designated as a premiere the creator of the John David Washington sci-fi film that has probably one of the worst trailers I've ever seen in my life. But anyway, regardless of that, it said Texas premiere on that, which is an interesting note to make about a movie, yeah. like, which is also like Texas note, or Texas premiere. Okay. But is that a hint at maybe?
3: I don't think there are. Movie? any other ways you could interpret that than it being at telluride
0: and eric was eric was like when does when does a fantastic fest happen i'm like two weeks after telluride (laughs) you know so it could be for who is that who's doing that um i don't even know is it i don't even know the studio that's doing it. it could be world word of mouth or could kill the film you never know but um but yeah. yeah, that that could be something that's more in between because if Killers of the Flower Moon, and this has been something that some people have said online, is that if it does premiere, there would be the biggest budgeted film to ever premiere at the Telluride Film Festival. But I don't get it. Doesn't I don't give a shit about any of that because it matters about the filmmaker behind it, which is Martin Scorsese. They don't care about budget. It would be, it would be a billion dollar movie, and it would be like, oh it's martin scorsese friend of the fest and you know has you know a champion of cinema yeah we'll we'll screen that no one's going to pass mm-hmm. up that opportunity regardless of the budget of it so yeah um but yeah no uh, i mean if poor things goes you could even see your earth Lanthimos potentially as a tribute if you wanted to do that.
3: yeah i probably should add him in there
0: because yeah that makes make... sense more than denny v you know and makes like, sense i mean if 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 Villeneuve did get the tribute. He would have to show at least an extended preview, I believe, of 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 Dune. Not the whole thing, but maybe like twenty maybe. minutes of it or something like that. Maybe, yeah. Just show Timmy on a worm. That's all Eric wants to see. I already you know? saw that. Do it again. I saw it. Also, too, <laughs> so- Dune feels more like a would be more like a Toronto player because they have an IMAX to see a movie like that. You would need, yeah. I think, the biggest screen possible. So that I don't think that makes sense. Um,
3: but yeah, just me no no i mean I, I don't No, i don't think doing is going to be here i think that's silly
2: you, you mentioned
3: v- um all of us strangers earlier which was formally titled strangers
0: wipe the drool uh, off your mouth right now um,
3: if i could tell you the thing that i know about this movie
0: don't because i don't like being spoiled
3: the ground would open and swallow you whole i Cannot like, like drag me to I, hell. I, I am barely <laughs> able to contain myself in anticipation of seeing this moment. I think I, can, I think I, is all I oh can say. God. But I think I meant it, it, it is a lot. Some
1: mescaline, right? A little bit of mescal.
0: There. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm. 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 I'm scared. I'm scared now. I'm I don't want You know what, <laughs> Sophia, Christina, let's not sit next to him during that. I don't
3: know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Well, Nobody and, should Andrew sit Scott next to Mexico. me, in front of me, mm-hmm. anywhere around me. You it's don't like want to be in the splash zone. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh my god! You just don't. You don't. Lord. But yes, Sorry, okay,
0: listeners yes. to everyone to, out there. Yes, no,
3: to- um, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: please write all your hate mail to Eric Anderson. And no, no it won't Lister. be hate mail. Um, <laughs> hey, it yeah, be like, is, you is, tomorrow, bitch." You know what I mean? This is this is
3: Andrew Hay, uh, and uh, from. Looking forty-five years, um, goodness. I'm just, I'm just. I keep thinking about it now. Anyway, anyway, Paul Mescal, Andrew Scott, uh, Claire Foy, and Jamie Bell. It is a ghost story. Um, Jamie Bell and Claire Foy play Scott's parents, who are kind of like haunting him. Um, Ooh. Ooh. Vescal is a stranger mm. who develops a relationship with Scott. Mm. Um, is priest. based on a book that had completely uh, flip-flopped genders and locations and language, so it should be a wild uh, adaptation from that. Wild. And yeah, there's nothing I'm looking forward to more than this. Wow. Okay. Nothing.
0: Well, I'm going to tell Coleman Domingo you said that about Rustin.
3: I'm, I'm sorry. You won't <laughs> be able to because he won't be there. He won't
0: be there. That's fine. <laughs> I'll call him. That's fine. We, we we text all the time. That I mean, Andrew, hey, that could be, that could be a, a tribute as well, too. Someone maybe.
3: Feels a little less likely. Yeah. But, I maybe. mean... You never know. You you, you you could take a handful of any of these directors that have you know more than
0: two titles. Yeah, it's not going to be Emerald Fennell. No, it's like, it's what? Oh, it's, oh it's Promising Young Woman. Green. Let's, and then and like the, when they do the q let's talk about Midge. You know?
3: <laughs> Although, I mean, Sarah Pauly doesn't know. have that many, but she had a full career she, as an actor before she became a director, too. So yeah. there was also, a lot to work with there.
0: She has some great films. before women amazing films yeah no i'm saying is that she had films plural before women talking and they were amazing
3: yeah i know what you're trying to say
2: many lives though really so Mm -hmm.
3: yeah but that's in the past that's really
0: past lives (laughs) that it lived you know what i mean so and they're buried and dead so
1: anyway talks brilliantly about camilla and the crown
3: true in the four scenes that she's in a long time
1: but amazing to talk to her about that
0: so for everyone i guess we already know um eric your sea world moment with all of us strangers with your splash zones your most anticipated film of the of the of the festival but um sophia christina do you have of this lineup do you have a, a couple of films that are your most anticipated besides zone of interest um, in anatomy of a fall of these world premieres, even is there something there that is sticking out to you the
3: most?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll start. I'm highly anticipating Saltburn. I was not the biggest fan of Promising Young Woman, I think that film is just very polarizing. Um, but I mean, I'm excited to because of this premise alone. I love the talented Mr. Ripley and. I love this sort of like aristocratic scene, everything behind it, like the stills that were released. I was like, okay, I can be very on board with this movie. The cast is fantastic. I'm so excited for Rosamund Pike to be in this. And Jacob Elordi being the classmate you were obsessed with, I can relate to that. I mean, if I went to school with him, I might behave the same way we will see as Barry Keoghan. And I think I'm excited too, to see, Barry Keoghan in a role that's a follow up to his Oscar nomination with *The Banshees of Inisherin*. So, yeah, I think this this feels like it could be really fun. So I'm really excited to see it. Yeah,
0: me too. I'm highly looking forward to it. Oh,
2: me
1: too, completely. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. That's, that's my like... number two.
1: Yeah. My that's one of my big ones as well. Um, I'm really looking forward to the Royal Hotel, too, and that's because of mm-hmm. Kitty Green, who I just think is fascinating. The assistant and she's she always does such really thrilling, interesting takes on everything she does, also her documentaries, <clears throat> and Julia Garner and Jessica Henwick, which I think who's has been great in so many things these past. So I'm really looking forward to that, and absolutely, I agree with you, Sophia 100. Saltburn is. Number one on my list. Can't wait to see that. So a lot of really interesting women directors here. Um, mm-hmm. Also, since we were talking about Justin Triette and and um, things like
2: that. So lots to yeah. look forward to.
0: I'm looking. I'm looking. Oh no 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 no, go severe.
1: I was just
2: going to say another one I'm excited for is Janet Planet. I know we touched on that (laughs) briefly. Um, Annie Baker is an amazing playwright, and she has a new play out right now that I'm really excited to see, Infinite Life. She does these very delicate character studies, so I'm mostly excited. I think for the screenplay, it could also be um, great you know, acting showcases too. I believe Julianne Nicholson is in this. Um, mm-hmm. And I think a fun thing of Annie Baker, I will point out, is that she is married to Noah Baumbach's brother, Nico. Those dinners. <laughs> so we could, you know, if this gets a distributor, if it, you know, takes off, we could be looking at, you know, some family family awards attention in the screenplay category. So it should be fun.
3: That's so <laughs> wild because this, this is coming after... <laughs> past lives and celine song being a playwright Mm -hmm. and then doing her first film and she's married to the writer of challengers like what is going on what's
2: going on these writer Mm -hmm. families love it yeah
0: i really wish we were seeing challengers this year it's just it just really breaks my heart um i'm i'm really looking forward to the holdovers because uh one i'm tired of the trailer already in my local (laughs) theaters and it's the film that everyone um, that I know around me, including my parents won't shut up about because it's like my mo- I was telling Sophia this the other day, my mom, when we saw Oppenheimer, she didn't even say Paul Giamatti. She went to refer to him as, Oh, Paul's back in a movie. Like they like they're long lost friends. And so, and the, I think the, the film has had this, this long rumored, uh, to just be this crowd-pleasing sort of hit and and it, it like eric i think you said last week or the week before it's premiered um out of market you know off-site at tiff last year and so it's built this behind the scenes buzz and from that trailer it does it it does look you know back into sort of sideways form for pain and working alongside with with giamatti for the first time so that could be a a, a big awards player but if, it, if those rumors end up being true about the bike riders, that would be my highly anticipated film. I love Jeff Nichols. I don't think Jeff Nichols has made a bad movie at all, mm. and it has been far too long. And um, a couple of years ago, I actually uh, met Jeff Nichols. He was moderating a and a for a movie that nobody remembers, The Tindaba, that has um, oh Ty God. Sheridan in it. And we were talking, and he he said, "I had a an idea for a movie. I just need somebody to finance it, and I think it'd be really interesting." And it was this film, and so I'm dying to see what this movie is. It's got an insane cast: uh, Jodie Comer, you know, you know, Austin Butler, Tom Hardy. Uh, I I, I if that movie is there, I will push. This is Eric- a very
3: horny cast. Yeah, I mm-hmm. will push
0: Eric out of the goddamn way. Okay, like, get out of the way, and to see it. But and and if if um, there was one movie from we mentioned earlier that could come here, and if it does have a festival run, and A twenty four has been playing very coy, but if the Iron Claw does somehow make oh, it yeah. into this lineup mm-hmm. as, as sort of like maybe a, a surprise or a test screen or something what whatnot. whatnot that would be the most anticipated thing I have outside of killers of the fly room, because I have had that Sean Durkin stock for a long time. I think, and the nest was phenomenal. Martha, Marcy, May, Marlene, phenomenal films. So just in that movie has the potential to be his film where we all really know him as a household name, obviously, Zach Efron, Jeremy Allen, white, Lily James, big cast there. And, uh, and I am curious about wildcat, Ethan Hawk working with Maya Hawke. Um, you know, Hawk, when he's behind the camera and been doing things lately, he's he he really has he's really been phoning uh, and focusing in on the artists and, and 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 you know and and major talents. And this is his follow up from his documentary last year, the last movie star um, about Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward. And so, I personally cannot wait to see his next uh, film. And if you haven't seen Blaze. Uh, from 2018 too that's that's a an interesting way of doing a musical or music biopic so um that's a film that uh i'm highly anticipating as well as well as Saltburn too because i mean i saw those photos the other day and and it it looked wild and yes so sophia uh, uh, talented mr ripley vise you had me there hello Mm. um and all the strangers i mean yeah, everything that Eric oh, yeah. said, little less than what Eric said, but but the same sort of emphasis and feeling. But it's are saving it,
1: that for Iron Claw.
0: Yeah, and you I am also in, I am also interested in 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 Naiad because mm-hmm. I I love Annette Bening, but also to Jodie Foster. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've I've said for years that I feel like w- Jodie Foster will have another role that's going to be very big in her, her opposite Annette Bening, and that seems to be Netflix's biggest player from this to tiff so um i'm very yeah. much interested in that so
3: oh what one thing we we forgot to mention on the list that should be there is the new angelina jolie movie that she's directing called without blood yes. with Selma hayek and uh, damian Bashir. so that should be here as well yes i yeah. love to see angelina jolie on the mountain my god oh my yeah.
0: god that would be <laughs> Incredible! Oh my <laughs> I would get. What about
1: tribute there? <laughs> yeah That's. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. as a
0: director, that's questionable. But as an actor, uh, as an overall person, sure. I mean, mm-hmm. it would be. I an, hate it. I mean, it would be an interesting it. conversation. That's for sure.
3: Yes, um, it would. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, all right, we've gone on long enough talking about the Telluride Film Festival.
3: Yeah, this is going to be like a thirty-minute chat. Not- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is supposed
0: to <laughs> be thirty minutes, and Eric's like splash zone. Um, but-
1: I'm so excited! I'm saying ninety percent on Killers of the Flower Moon. No. Oh, my oh
0: my goodness! goodness. Oh. I can't.
1: I'm ready to go uh, down there. To like 20. Okay, I'm, so I'm going. Scared. No, right. I'm, going <laughs> to 60- I'm going to sixty.
0: I'm going to sixty percent. I got to get- balance it out. <laughs> um, Christina, can you? T- thank you for coming on. By the way, can you tell everybody thank where we can find you and all your work on the internet?
1: Yes, you can go to popcultureconfidential.com, or you can subscribe on anywhere you get your podcasts. You can hear my shows there with several of these wonderful people on all the time. And I can't wait to have you all again to talk more Telluride later.
0: Yes. Christina, last question, actually, and this will be a question for Sophia and Eric, too. Window or aisle seat when you're traveling? Window or
1: aisle? Aisle. A 100% aisle seat person.
0: Okay. Me too. Well, it wasn't your turn to answer, Eric, so you can just <laughs> shut your mouth all right so it's,
3: it's a it's a one answer question. Yeah. There's not really a lot to, to kind of well,
0: there could be about. there could be a method to it. I mean, Sophia, where can we find you and what's your answer to it?
2: Yeah, you can find me in the aisle seat when I'm traveling because I don't like to be pinned in by strangers that I'm sitting next to. That's why you will always find me there. but you can also find me on Twitter. I guess. Sure. Um, X. I don't really, you know, whatever. Um, Blue Sky Letterboxed and Instagram at Sophia underscore sim, and you can find my podcast Oscar Wilde at Oscar Wilde Pod. We release episodes every Friday on award season, retrospectives on movies, everything like that.
0: Go also well, can to I Pat- just
2: so you can follow me at tech X, I forgot to say it,
1: Christina Biro.
0: Yes, 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 yes. And also go to patreon.com/slash Oscar Wilde and sign up for Sophia Nick's Patreon. Mm-hmm. You won't regret yeah, it. There's have, a lot yes. of great stuff.
2: Yeah, we have an episode on it's like a Barbenheimer spin-off coming this week on Red Eye and About Time. So two earlier, like Margot and oh, Killian yeah. Murphy films.
3: So cool. Red Time. Um, Red um, Time.
2: <laughs>
0: about I. Doesn't no, that doesn't that doesn't sound <laughs> no. good. Eric, can we find you? In your one-word oh. answer.
3: <laughs> Adam. <laughs> <laughs> no my one word answer is aisle that's ow, it ow. i mean my god especially if it's like a long flight i mean why would you want yeah. why would you want it
0: some people nap? like the window which i don't that's i don't get
3: stupid stupid what are you a fish no i'll see absolutely not
0: sorry to all my um, listeners out you there. you can find likes me the, likes the window yeah
3: you that i don't i, I don't whatever you can find me at awardswatch.com on Twitter at awards underscore watch and then awards watch everywhere else. Letterbox, blue sky, threads, places I don't ever post, things like that.
0: Yeah. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd Ryan McQuaid77. Um, you can find all my work here at awardswatch.com as well as follow me on those other platforms so you can see where I'm doing other stuff for other people. Uh aisle seat. Four for four. That is correct. Uh, That was the correct answer for everyone. Congratulations. You all passed. Um, Also, while you're over at awardswatch.com, sign up for our newsletter that Eric puts together. He always forgets to mention that in these episodes, so I end up having to do it, which is wonderful. If you like podcasts, you should listen to the Director Watch podcast. We are starting our new series on Denis Denis Villeneuve this week with uh, uh, the first review will be of Unsundee's and what else oh go to itunes and spotify give us five stars tell us how much you love the show if you got anything negative to say just email it to eric i'm sure he'll respond (laughs) next week i will (laughs) next week we will be uh doing a show related to i believe gran turismo it's like top five sports movies it's the last it's the last show before we get into the festival season and then we'll have a week off after that so thank you all so much for listening And we'll see you all next time.